Hey, it's Trent Knox here, podcast producer for Robert Gardner Wellness. Just wanted to come here and check in with you guys. I know you're those of you watching the live podcast, uh, we see you out there. Thank you for tuning on Facebook. Thank you for tuning on uh, Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, DLive, Vaughn Live, Africa TV, and VK. We appreciate you a lot. Um, today's guest, obviously, Spencer Harwood, and we... We're having a little bit of some technical difficulty with him on the video side, but from the audio side, you wouldn't be able to see it. So I uh, just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We we know what's going on. It's just not uh, the network. We're having a couple of network issues, but video is still there. It's just bouncing around a little bit. Anyway, so I just want to let you guys know that we're currently running a 24, 20% off discount for all of our digital workbooks and videos. If you head to bit.ly forward slash rgw holiday sale you can get, take advantage of that 20 percent off of all digital workbooks and videos for the holidays and we'll be closing that sale out at the new year so take advantage of it while you can we know that the workbooks are currently on back order but as soon as we'll we are ha- the physical workbooks are currently on back order but as soon as we get the chance we're going to get those back onto the website and uh, ready to go. So we appreciate you for tuning into this message and we will, I'll be back in another 15 minutes to say hello again. And uh, if you want to call in, the phone lines are open, call 512-539-0442 and we can get you onto the show with Spencer and Robert. So back to Robert in the Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast, and I'm here with Spencer Harwood. Uh, Spencer, can you tell them again about your YouTube channel and where they can reach you? Yep. Hey guys, Spencer Harwood here. Uh, YouTube, I'm on a channel called HM Massage. has a ton of massage therapy videos for therapists, people just learning how to give basic massage, and tons of self-massages um, because there's a lot of ways you can fix your own pain without any money or going anywhere. So... Check it out on YouTube. One of the things I've seen with therapists, Spencer, is if uh, you're in Washington State, if you get a fan in New York, mm-hmm. the therapist goes, but I don't understand that fan in New York can't be a client. Why would I make video content and want them to be a fan? I've actually had a client from New York, uh, so that's, <laughs> that's funny you bring that up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I actually have a client. He found me on YouTube, and he was traveling to Seattle, which everyone knows Seattle, the big state of Washington. And he made the effort to drive four hours to Spokane to come get a massage. So, uh, you know, you never know. You never know. Just reaching out to people. There are people out there who, yeah, they might travel. I've had a client from uh, Saudi Arabia. She came to Spokane. (laughs) Uh, visiting family or something and found out I was in town. So, you know, might as well. Um, yeah. And I do also think part so of social From media, a social media standpoint, let's say they're not even a client. Like, why would you, like, I'm interested to hear your feedback on this. Why would you want a fan in a state where maybe they're not going to get a session with you? What's the benefit? Well, I was going to say loads of benefits. Um, First and foremost, I think with uh, social media, part of it's not even about you gaining something from it, but you know, maybe you improve their life a little bit. You taught them something, you gave them some form of entertainment. So you've already enhanced their life a bit, but they could tell other people about you, grow that brand. They could tell someone about you who might come to see you. It's all about word of mouth and them helping you grow what you're trying to grow. The more fans you have, it's going to grow exponentially. They tell somebody, they both tell somebody. Now you got four people telling eight people, et cetera. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of good reasons. Like, like, comment, and share. I mean, this will be broadcast live on Facebook. <laughs> right. What happens is like, we're cross-promoting audiences. When this mm-hmm. winds up on my YouTube, some of the people who are subscribed or following may like your channel and follow you. And it's like there's no competition. It's just putting out more and more information. The point about word of mouth, I understood at some point, a way I did not initially. I said I was in that transition phase, um, translation phase. I understood that word of mouth was digital now. Mm-hmm. 
Google reviews, Yelp reviews, Facebook reviews, likes, comments, shares. Hey, Gloria, check this out. They share the video. Huge potential reach in a way that just doesn't happen from giving somebody a business card. Yeah, absolutely. Business cards can only go so far. Uh, social media word of mouth is huge. And it's funny you say like, comment, share. Uh, you see that everywhere, right? <laughs> You know, the first 30 seconds of a majority of people's videos, they're getting super eccentric and like, comment, share. Come on, guys. Let's let's see this video each 100,000 likes. And there's a reason they do that, though. So it works, right? And the more engagement, social media is all about engagement. The more engagement is on your videos, the more that platform is going to share it. So... You want to produce content that's going to get people engaged and wanting to input their opinion and be a part of it. Yeah. So where do you go from here in regards to education? What else is uh, burning at you? Um, I'm looking to teach more personally. So I do teach a lot on YouTube. Uh, I would personally like to get into some massage CEUs, kind of create my own courses, put those up for sale eventually, um, down the line, potentially get a platform to teach more people. It's yeah. funny, my dad was a teacher, and so I told myself I would never teach. And here I am. <laughs> but I should have said I would never teach in a classroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's all about educating people for me. That's what I enjoy doing. And I think for most people, it's about figuring out what you like to do and then doing that enough to form a way that you can do that for a living, you know? Yeah. Um, and if that's your thing, social media, that's great. If your thing is just that you want to have a small massage business outside of your home, that's great. If you're not even in the world of massage and you're like a construction worker or something, but you say, oh, I want to have my shoulder stop hurting, that's also great. Because then you can look up well shoulder pain and I'm gonna uh, jump in here on I just want to jump in here real quick and say Jason Stiegel said these podcasts are very beneficial at least for myself and I think that that is something to to add to what you guys are talking about right here is that the content it it doesn't necess it isn't necessarily what the creator's intent is it's what the viewer gets out of it so if they you know. Even the question that Robert kind of posed was like, what value, like at the end of the day, does the viewer get from you creating that content? Is it like an, uh, an intrinsic value where it's, they get an emotional uh, stimulant or what sort of stimulant that they, that they get from it? But a lot of therapists are probably looking at your, your content for how do they get an extra dollar? How can they add what you're doing to their practice to earn more money? Because at the end of the day, it's about, you know, it's it's about how to generate a viable income source and how to to st stabilize their streams of income. Yeah, agreed. Um, of course, it's about money because it's a job. But if you're getting into this field or getting into social media with money being the end goal, you're probably not going to make it. And that's just because uh, it takes years, unless you're really lucky or just insanely entertaining and just get an amazing jump. 99.9% .9 of people, it's going to take years to build up a following um, before you make any decent money that's going to come yeah. to you. Um, your first video is probably going to get like three views if you're lucky. Uh, <laughs> I remember my first video, I was, I was so excited when one of my videos got 10 views in a day. I was like, that's double digits. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was such yeah, a, to such add, a to moment. That, yeah, true, true, true. So for content creators, I mean, uh, monetizing your video from advertising or, or brand deals or whatever you, you get from that, that's going to take a while. But yeah. the practice that you're doing, you as a content creator, the value that you're giving to the viewer is an additive to their practice. So, yes, in many ways, like in the U.S., um, we're very financially well off. We, but in the world in general, someone in, you know, uh, India, sub-Saharan sub Africa, or other places around the world that your content reaches to, 
they can use that practice to completely revolutionize their living situation. Right. Um, yeah, and I think that's something that you can't really put a price on, too. Because well, that's just put, awesome. They have, put, they have to put something on their table to eat, you know. And oh, no, they, absolutely. So are you talking in context of, um, you know, they were living with this issue and then they found out about, you know, they learned about this technique and it helped them or they learned about this technique and they applied it to somebody else too. Yeah. They're going to, they're, they're using your business practice mm -hmm. Roberts as well in many yep. different ways. And then using those techniques to help their clients. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that a lot of people get caught up in the superficial nature of American uh, mentality of being famous or being, you know, any, in any way, um, notable or notoriety in some way. But what the most important part about it is that in two ways, your perspective is, is connecting both the monetary value of what you do to the, the, to the audience that's, that's learning from you. And not just like in a, in a, you know, the ASMR, you brought up ASMR earlier in the podcast, which is kind of more an intent. Um, some people get benefit from it, health, health benefits, but taking that plus the emotional value, the entertainment value and clicking those things together so that at the end of the day, they can improve their practice, make more money. But at the same time, they feel like they're connecting with somebody. Like you said, somebody's watching your video in New York and comes to see you uh, at your practice in Washington. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. Um, so what do they gather from it? So I'm a little confused by the question. I mean, this is the segue. The segue from what you're talking about as far as you, you are putting out content to eventually do online learning systems for people to learn. You don't have to teach inside the school like your father right. did. And oh, gotcha. What, you know, so the, some of the some of the, the aspects of what okay. Robert's doing, and we're having we we got a phone call, so I'm gonna merge them in right here real quick. Right. Hello, welcome to the Robert Gardner podcast. Hello. Hello, friend. Did they come in? Let me check real quick. Hello, welcome to the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Oh, I can hear you now. Don't worry. Oh, okay, great. Got to connect. Uh, let me connect you to the to the call. All right, can you hear us? Hello? Are we having uh, technical difficulties technical here? Difficulties. It's almost 2020. Technical difficulties are part of our life. <laughs> there we go. Now comment on the issue. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yep, there we go. Right. Was he? So, yeah, what's up? What you got? <laughs> Hello? I can hear you just fine. Yeah, I can hear him. Hello? Yeah, what's going on? Can you hear us? I can't hear anything. Okay, can't hear us. Hmm. He can't hear us? Don't think so. Oh, I, now, yeah, just a I little bit. Say something it's not else. coming through, but... Don't know what happened. You have so, Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, say again? Yeah, there we go. I can hear you. Okay. All right. I have a comment on the issue. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's...
That was insightful. I, I feel like I dropped into Bollywood for a second. <laughs> so did Not he hang out. up, Trent? Yeah, he hung up. Oh, weird. Okay. So I'm a little I'm a little disappointed he just didn't use Rick Astley. You know, I'm never gonna give you up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity. <laughs> so when it comes to online education, I think massage therapists, or at least what I've experienced, Spencer, when I talk to them about it, um, when I say online education, I don't mean just for therapists. Like, why would a massage therapist teach the public about what we do? They go, well, and I've literally heard this. If I teach the clients how to work on themselves, they're not going to come see me because they're just going to stay home and work on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's not how it works. The reason people come to us is because they're lazy, <laughs> not because they don't know or understand the complexities of massage. Like, I know how to change my own oil. I don't remember the last time I've done that in my car. I take it to a mechanic and go, you do it. Yeah. Um I don't think it's entirely because they're lazy because it never feels as good when you do it yourself as opposed to having somebody else fix your issues. And there's obviously certain things that you just can't fix yourself. Um, yeah, you can use a trigger point ball on your low back, but you know, you really need somebody to get in there if you want to get rid of that pain. I think it's all just, oh, go ahead, John. <laughs> yeah. Take a quick break. Hi, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer and videographer for Robert Gardner Wellness. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot to Robert and I that you would take the time out of your day to hear what Robert and his guests have to say. May I ask you of a quick favor? If you have gotten any value out of this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, and share the link on social media. Once again, thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hey, everybody. You're here with Robert Gardner and the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Really excited to have Spencer Harwood with me today. Uh, Spencer, I know from YouTube, we're good colleagues, chat periodically about social media marketing within the massage realm. Uh, Spencer, can you introduce yourself and tell people where they can find you? Hey, guys. My name is Spencer Harwood. I run a YouTube channel called HM Massage. Um, just hit about 120,000 subscribers. And much like Robert, we talk a lot about massage therapy, self-massages, health, wellness, fitness, and just to improve your body and lifestyle. So feel free to find me there at YouTube and occasionally talking to Robert. <laughs> so Spencer, what did you uh, want to talk about today? You mentioned to me before the broadcast uh, something about education. Did you want to go into that specifically? Yeah, sure. Um, so Robert reached out, or rather Trent reached out, and brought me onto the podcast. And yeah, a variation of topics, but one thing I've always talked about, and a huge promotional idea that I like to throw out, is if anybody doesn't know about massage therapy or body work, and as a general variation, more holistic medicine approaches rather than just taking pills and things. Those are really what I like teaching the uh, majority of people about nowadays. And it's really taken a foothold probably in the last two decades. So I've been really happy with the way that um, that holistic approach has kind of made its way over to America, of course. And then uh, when it comes to education, you're talking about therapists educating the public directly. Yes, yeah. So I'll be generally talking about a trained practitioner or someone who has an understanding of this and talking to somebody who wouldn't know about it. So I'm all about therapists teaching other professionals as well, because as health professionals, we should always look to keep improving ourselves. But I think there's a lot of people out there who don't know that headaches can come from neck tension or back tension or poor posture or your low back pain could be associated with tight hips. You know, a lot of people will go to a doctor and ask for pills or think they have a slipped disc. And while that is a possibility, I think there's a lot of other approaches that you could first take that can get rid of a lot of people's pain. Yep. So I think, that yeah. Knowledge, that knowledge, I'm, I deal with the time and size and education locally. That knowledge for you and I, and maybe for the audience who are listening who are massage therapists, they're like, well, of course, you know, that's the case. Right. The public does not know. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you say, okay, no, your piriformis is tight. It's a muscle in your hips and it's like, it goes down your leg or whatever. You have pain, you know, you're likely this muscle, you can stretch it, lengthen it, put pressure on it. You're now a medical professional because you use Latin work. Right. That's the level where when it comes to video production <clears throat> in addition, so it's not just teaching the public, but then making recordings where you're teaching the public, it builds our industry because we're separated more and more from Phoebe from friends. We're actually educating people about massage and what massage actually is. They get to see diversity between your videos, Spencer, my videos, someone else's, different people educating within our industry so that it it uplifts everybody. It's like other massage therapists probably, you know, get more clients just because you make uh, videos related to maybe like weight training and massage. So mm-hmm. then the public is more educated. They're looking for people who do what you do. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, going back to your Phoebe comment, you know, um, that's of course a big stereotype that we were breaking for the longest time, right? Is the whole massage entrance and back type spa setting. Um, and same thing, it was really associated with the Hollywood and the social media of uh, what we call a fluff and buff, I guess. You know, you can go in, you rub some lotion on somebody, and magic, it's done. Um, and so, yeah, I think you're right in talking about anatomical terms, always being professional, and then teaching about the anatomy, because like you were saying, the second you throw out your lateral piriformis muscle, people are like, well, okay, he knows some a bit of what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, and so that's always a good approach to have there. Um, and I do think it's well-rounded if uh, you have more than just massage therapy, like you do Thai massage. And um, that's something that as new as massage therapy is, Thai massage is even newer to a lot of people, you know, um, and all, all this in America, of course, America's kind of a little bit behind on the holistic healing, um, you know, as opposed to the Eastern uh, world. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, you you have a very successful YouTube channel and you do this constantly. I do this constantly. We're we're constantly putting out more video content. I talk to people in the massage entrepreneurs group about this and it has changed. Uh, I think massage entrepreneurs have been around for 5 years now. It has changed. The conversations in the marketplace have changed, but there's still very few therapists making video. Yeah, it's you and I. (laughs) Right. That's competition. Go get them. No. Yeah, yeah, I think that is also a very, uh, oh, God, I hate the word uh, millennials, you know, but it's a younger generation thing, right? Video is not popular, gosh, even 15 years ago, 10 years ago, maybe. And so I think a lot of people are still kind of learning about social media and making videos takes a lot of work. I think people underestimate it, how much work goes into just a five minute video. Uh, Some of my five minute videos, I've put four to five hours in just to make it good. Um, And then uploading, doing all the social media reach. Yeah, it takes work. Um, And if you're doing that two to three times a week, that's 15 hours a week. You know, it's a part time job. And, uh, and what therapists is, they say just with photos, they want to buy, um, what is that content? What do they call that? Um, it's like you're buying stock, stock photos. photos? Yeah, so you stock photos for their yeah. website. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't personally like it, but this is me. I think our profession is so personal, even if they're bad photos. I still right. want photos of myself. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I say bad, it means they're not like the highest quality you could get from a professional photographer. Right. But, but at least for me, maybe maybe I'm biased because I'm a male therapist. I need people to see that I have a beard. I need them to hear <laughs> my, my voice. I need them to, to connect with me to be able to use my website as my front desk where mm-hmm. they go, I want Robert to work on me. And then I get clients or students that way. Yeah, I do want to come back to the the touch of the photos here real quick. But being a male therapist, I think it's uh, very vital that you can show people what you're about, basically, before they come to see you. Absolutely. Um, yep. 
it's no secret that this is a female dominated society like job and i've met incredible female therapists um so being a guy it's a little bit harder especially because it's kind of a vulnerable position when you're getting massaged from someone so yeah holding your social media as a male it's super important because you know it's just uh people are generally more hesitant to come to a man not everybody of course but just showing them um yeah, what you're about, they hear your voice, they see that you're trying to teach and learn, makes them feel a lot more comfortable. But getting that social media on there, nowadays even, most people have phones that can take amazing photos. You know, the new iPhone came out and it has three cameras in it. Um, if you just have a friend or somebody, you know, lay on the table and get some good photos of you pressing and holding on muscles, those can be just as good as some uh, stock quality photos. So yeah, and I, I think I think I'm a big fan of that phone. Um, mm -hmm. Students, when I would go talk about private practice uh, to students in massage school, and they're like, "Well, what camera do I buy?" And I'm like, "Your phone. Like, are you, this yeah. thing is amazingly powerful. Like, guys, you, like, I feel weird because I'm 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 in an, uh, in a generation where I'm between millennials and then school owners, basically. Somebody who's probably in their 60s and millennials. I'm 42. And basically, I'm in the middle where it's like I didn't understand what, it, what social media was at first. And then once I understood, I've been in this translation process where the, the school owners are afraid of the camera. They're afraid of loss of control. They're afraid of anarchy. And I've got you know, people like Trent on my staff who are like, move fast and break stuff. <laughs> you know, it's like... It's very different business models, but this sort of distribution is so new. I do think when you said, you know, people are still learning and adapting to it. Like we're talking 15 years. It's that's that fast. Like it's changed pretty dramatically. Like I still feel like from a marketing perspective, they're teaching the marketing of the yellow pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The marketing of the yellow pages. Well, it's in the past. Um, and 15 years can seem like a long time from someone, but it's really not. 15 years is it's quick, you know, um, especially with a major change as going from everything on paper to now everything is computer driven. Um, and I think uh, go fast and break things is generally a pretty good motto. <laughs> I said maybe not break too many things on the way. Um, but if you if you always wait till you're ready, you're never going to get anything done. You always got to start before you're ready. That can apply to anything in life. Perfection. Yeah. I I talk to so many people. It look photos. No, I can't release that. It's not perfect. And I'm like, ooh, in the air in the era of Instagram, you're looking for perfection. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I, I I need eighty percent good enough ten mm -hmm. times a day. <laughs> I think that's a right thing. Yeah. Aim for perfection and settle for pretty good. That's, you know, yeah, it never hurts to want to put out your best content. Um, and as the creator, you're always going to find the tiniest changes that no one's going to notice, but you'll notice. And so you'll, you know, you'll have to fix those. But if you like sit back and just wait for perfection, you're never going to get it out there. You just got to eventually put it out. And generally, people are going to really like it. Um, take the feedback as it is and then keep on creating. Just never stop working on it, you know? Yeah. I think it was uh, Roman Atwood, the big YouTuber family guy. I think he started with pranks. But um, his, uh, his motto on how he found success, I think he has like 20 million followers. Uh, three words, never stop uploading. So it's just never stop uploading, never stop creating, just keep going. Even if you feel like you did something bad or made a mistake, just keep working at it and you'll find success in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as massage therapist, especially if someone's going out to open their own business, that can have a direct influence on how busy their personal practice is going to be, you know? Yeah. Um, because it's free advertising and you're teaching in the same kind of context as well. So that, that's the part I just, I'm completely flummoxed when I talk to mm -hmm. uh, spas, facilities, school owners. I'm like, it's free. Mm -hmm. Like 
there's no barrier anymore. Like, why are you not just bombarding all these social media platforms of content? I mean, I'm talking, you know, I'm having a LinkedIn local meeting and they're talking to me about TikTok because they're like asking me questions about it. And I'm like, listen, I take the Beyonce song, I do a dance, I release a video. <laughs> like, it doesn't have anything to do with massage. I'm like, it's brand. It shows that you know how to have a good time. It's fun. Right. Like, there are, and I look at this literally. There are 15-year-olds who are going to start following me, and five, six years from now, they're going to be in massage school, and then they're going to be even more ardent fans, and they're going to say, hey, I discovered you on TikTok, you know, however many years ago. Like, they don't, I don't know, it, it's, it makes sense to me, but it seems like people don't understand the way that the platforms age up. Like, I can remember my mom, uh, if you're out there, mom, hello, uh, my mom would uh, come into Facebook for the first time and not really know how to use it, you know, because the platform aged up. People are doing the same thing with TikTok. They're like, well, it's only for 14-year-olds. And I'm like, oh, okay. I need you to keep thinking that while I keep making videos. <laughs> right. Yeah, I haven't been on TikTok yet myself. I know what it's about. Um, and I will say, in context with, like, your mom, my mom, same thing. She got on Facebook, didn't know how to use it. I think now she posts like six times a day. So it, that is her outsource to reach out to her friends, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's true with the YouTube. I find that there's a lot of people who follow me and comments on my videos that don't even know about massage. Haven't been therapist, never even had a massage, but yeah, they found one video. They're like, all right, this guy's kind of weird. He's kind of cool. Like, maybe I'll look into what he's, he's talking about and it gets them interested. Quick break. For a limited time, Robert Gardner Wellness is offering a free 30-day trial of his industry-leading subscription service, Reboot Insiders Club. That's right. Your first month is free of charge, and after that, it's only $7 per month to continue your subscription. Don't worry. You can cancel at any time, and if you cancel before the 30 days, you will not be charged. Inside, you'll learn massage and body techniques and how to thrive in business for only $7 per month. You get access to over 350 plus hours of online classes, including table and mat work and business and marketing. Membership to our Facebook group exclusively for subscribers. And additionally, you'll receive occasional bonuses. And in the past, we've given additional NCBTMB approved home study courses with CE credit. So don't wait. Get your free trial today. Head on over to RGWELL. N-E-S-S dot S-T-O-R-E. That's rgwellness.store. Can't wait for you to join our subscription service. Hey, y'all. It's Trent Knox back again to, to let you guys know about the 20% off of our workbooks and videos that are all digital, our digital workbooks and videos. Um, you can go to bit.ly backslash or forward slash sorry forward slash uh, rgw holiday sale or you can go directly to the robert gardner wellness website and go to the holiday sale uh through the shopify page and also once again thank you guys for all tuning in that 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 phone call was very interesting uh (laughs) i don't know what to make of it at all um but we're all kind of just testing things out here and hopefully you enjoy the the portion of the entertainment value that comes from these podcasts uh, and also what you can apply to your practices. Um, well, let's see if we have anything else to say. Uh, Jason said that that was interesting. And uh, thank you again, Jason, for for for, for tuning in. Um, and, uh, well, once again, back to Robert and Spencer in the studio. So education, Spencer, go ahead and tell people where they can find your YouTube channel or contact you. Hey guys, Spencer Harward, HM Massage on YouTube, and lots of videos up there. Massage therapy, health related. Go check it out. And then the ongoing conversation about education is there something that you're daunted with? Like, are you approaching sort of new challenges uh, in your practice, Spencer? Like, something that. Something challenging, like you've got new issues as you're growing. You know, you've got what is a, over a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the ongoing challenge, just with any social media, is the bigger you get, the better you want to do the the better quality videos you want to produce, 
and the more often you want to produce and um, being, you know, so if you end up producing something or creating something that isn't as good and you, you know, it's not as good that can really bring you down. Cause it's always about producing more, creating more, creating higher quality videos, more entertaining things that will get people staying longer. Cause if you, if you produce a hundred videos, but nobody's watching them, then that's going to um, dissuade you from doing it more. So it's uh it's a lot more about, yeah, just continuing to improve your own creations. Basically. I think, I don't know if that's so much as a challenge that's put in front of you, but rather the way you challenge yourself, I think. Um, it's also really hard to uh, get back to everybody. You want to please everybody, but the more people that start to follow you, you know, you get people from different branches and you put, you put out one video and half the people really like it and half the people hate it. So then you flip flop and now the half that hated it, love it the half that love the other video hate it and so uh you're always trying to balance that out i'll always go um i'm i'm very lazy and it's authentic um i get messages from people who are like we don't like that you curse and i go congratulations like <laughs> what am i gonna do am i gonna filter my language for everybody who doesn't like the fact that i use the f-bomb in class like it's better for me to be authentic and throw out a wide net and draw in the students who want to work with me are the clients that want to work with me. They that actually respond to the fact that I'm authentic and drink on camera, you know, or, or whatever that is. Um, I think I think it's a mistake to cater to your fans to the extent that you put out stuff you don't care about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. agree. You can't really confine yourself to what you think people want you to see. And uh, I think any person who's trying to grow a big following probably is guilty of that a little bit. I know I was, you know, people were saying, Hey, this is what I want to see. And so I tried producing what they wanted to see and I just did not care about it at all. Um, and it, it kind of showed, you know, I would maybe make a few topics about it, but then I would just quit from it. Cause I'm like, yeah, this sucks. I don't want to do that. Um, but you do it because you yeah. want to try and appease people. Um, yeah. So say, uh, going back to the education of, you know, I've had time to think about that whole, uh, you reach out to somebody way across the world and it enhances the way they fix their clients. Um, I think like, yeah, you don't get any monetary value from that or if you do, it's minimal, but something like that, that's what I think is at the core of just, uh, being connected in this world. Because we live in a chance where, yeah, you can actually have the first opportunity to talk to somebody from India or Africa and legitimately not only hold a conversation, but have a direct impact on the way they do things. And I know, Robert, earlier you talked about uh, competition. And I think um, a lot of therapists out there are kind of, yeah, in the wrong mindset about competition. Uh, there's enough people out there that in terms of like massage and healthcare, there's definitely enough pain out there to go around and there's not enough therapists and healthcare providers. So yeah, you'll see people be like, well, why would I want to teach them how to get better if it would take away their chance for me? Or why would I want to teach these people how to do self massages and fear that they might not come see me? Um, you should have no worry about people coming to see you because pain is unfortunately a part of life and uh, there's not enough good people to help fix it as there are people who actually have it. So um, yeah, I think teaching them not only it helps, it like helps them, but you, you shouldn't really worry about it. And then people are also going to see, okay, this guy's not too worried about just making his money. Uh, he's literally just trying to, better the people around him or the people in Africa to whoever's watching. People um, sense hunger and starvation. Um, if you're a used car dealer who is just dying to make a sale, it's almost like you're less likely to make a sale because of the behavior and attitudes around starvation you have. If you're a therapist who just 
interacts with people like, yeah, I've got all the clients I need. You know, I'm at a party. I have all the clients I need. I don't need any more clients. It's amazing how many people will come to you and be like, oh, can I get a session? <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. something, there's something that flips when you don't need it anymore. It's oh, like yeah. <laughs> Kanye doesn't need more social media attention, and which, which is why all the cameras turn towards him in a sense. Right. Yeah. Plus, it's like, what's Kanye going to do next? You never know. Um, yeah, I think that's part of it, too. That's a, a human philosophy kind of, right? It's we yeah, gravitate towards the things that either A, you know, if they're trying too hard, it almost comes off as desperation. You see that in, I mean, life all the time, business, dating, right? Um, and then instead, people are going to go to the person that seems assured of themselves and not trying to have a hidden agenda to get something. That's going to attract more people because they kind of follow behind that and believe in it instead. Um, and so I think the best way to go about that is to not have a hidden agenda. So you can... You know, if you're secretly trying to get all this money, but you kind of cover it as like, I'm just trying to help everybody, it might not be as authentic as like, no, I'm literally just trying to help everybody and I'm bored and I wanted to make this video. Um, So here you go. Hopefully you like it. If you hate it, let me know and uh, we'll work on the next one as opposed to having this hidden kind of secret like, hee, hee, hee. You know? Yeah, I had a, a negative view, I think, as most massage therapists do sometimes about business years ago. And then now I run massage entrepreneurs now, but at the time I just thought business was kind of smarmy, trying to sell people stuff they don't want just to make money. You know, it's not, it was, it's not about our greater goals as a species. And then what started to shift as I focused on my business and massage business is like I was selling something that felt intrinsically good. <laughs> it's good for people. There's no bad side effects. It's good. So yeah. when, I, when I kept looking at it, you got to this point where you realized the way that I met my dreams and goals was to help my clients and my students find theirs. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I could take a client from no pain or from pain to no pain, they're going to continue to pay me. If I could find a student say, hey, listen, you're making $30,000 a year. I want to make you, help you make 80 to 100 in private practice. If I can do that, They'll pay me and my dreams are fine, but it's just an exchange of value where the client's not going to come back if you're just a service provider and you provide a massage and they're not very impressed, frankly. And my students aren't going to use stuff and put it in their practice if it's not helping their clients. I have to actually provide that value. Once I do, then the exchange begins where they help me accomplish my dreams because they want more of this stuff that's helping them. Yeah, definitely. The intrinsic value, that's what it's all about. Uh, In school, I remember the teacher saying that you can get more out of giving a massage than you can getting one. And in school, you're like, what? No, I love massages. But it's true. Don't you think that if you're walking around um, in certain ways, this is so that the the people out there that, that think, you know, they got their massage license, but they aren't practicing, um what's the consequences in that case? Because you want to do the best, the best, you know, you want to be kind of a good person. Like some people might see that, you know, the sales portion is, you know, swarmy or what, what Robert said, but you have to put yourself in positions to be able to do work. You can't, you know, walk around acting like it's just going to fall in your lap. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be afraid to put yourself out there and establish a platform Um, because, yeah, generally people who want to create or help people, they're generally people that want to give. And, yeah, if all things equal and we didn't have to pay bills, um, yeah, just give away. Just help people out. But, yeah, if you have your license and you haven't established anything but you want to make this good living while helping people, it's not just going to fall into your lap. You know, maybe the occasional person will get lucky and land a really good job, depending on what the field is. But most people are not. You're going to end up working for somebody who did take those steps to kind of put themselves in a position where they can help people. Well, are, there's a couple different routes, I mean, in many different industries right now in, in, in getting opportunity to work. Oh, OK. Yeah, you, I gotcha. You got you got soothe and zeal for, for the massage industry. You got your mm-hmm. traditional brick and mortar. And then uh-huh. you have your uh, 
independent contractor. I, I guess there's four different ways. Independent contractor that, that goes to small business and then they're seeing private clients. And mm-hmm. if, if you're, if, if you're a person out there, you know, that, that is in a brick and mortar and you don't want to make a, a, a scene out of yourself, then I can understand why you wouldn't be actively, uh, pushing something that's you know related to your industry you might do something outside of your industry because that you know shows that you have uh you're well-rounded or you have you know culture in life uh i think that with with some people though that the establishment isn't providing them enough work so they have to go out there and they have to do additional things and that's why they find themselves creating content surrounding their um their job or you know their day job instead of something else like you know skateboarding or fidget spinning tricks or something like that (laughs) well what's stopping them from skateboarding on the side as well you know (laughs) maybe go do your massages create some content and then go flip a uh skateboard trick i was gonna name one but i don't know skateboards um yeah, so I I think uh, in terms of massage purely, yeah, there's normally like four ways that you're probably going to get a job. I think the most common by far is brick and mortar. So you'll end up working at a spa, you'll end up working for a big corporate chain company, something like that. Probably not going to be the best pay, probably going to be a little bit overworked um, in terms of like no flip over time between clients. Uh, it's hard on you. So then, yeah, it's then... If you don't want to make a big deal out of yourself, like you said, you just kind of want to be like, hey, I go do my massages and I go home. (laughs) That's great for a lot of people. Um, But if you do want to transition to something a little bit bigger, creating social media or content is a good way to help you improve there. Or you can then, yeah, go switch to a different job, which is mobile, independent contractor or independently on business. One of those three things. So just depends on what, yeah, what you want to get out of it, like goal setting. So it's like, yeah, you have your license, you're walking around, establish what you want to do with that license. Do you simply want to make enough income for you to live the life you want to live? Go do that. Do you want to build something bigger? Do you want to help people? Um, And how do you want to help those people? Yeah, I think that's all about establishing that. So let's get back in with Robert when we come back from break real quick. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you're interested in practicing or learning from Robert Gardner in person, head on over to rgwellness.store. There are a variety of classes listed for the Q4 of 2019. Let's take a look at what we've got. We've got Chicago, Illinois on October 6th, Houston, Texas on October 18th, Christiansburg, Virginia, October 12th. Round Rock, Texas, November 3rd. Yelm, Washington, October 26th. Round Rock, Texas, October 21st. Dallas, Texas, March 29th. And Virginia Beach, Virginia, September 22nd. Check that out. If any of those dates work for you, those are the intro tie classes as well as the Body Workers Conference uh, available to you all through the rgwellness.store. Head on over there and check it out. Thank you. Hey, y'all. It's Trent Knox, podcast producer for Robert Gardner Wellness. I just want to take a real quick break to let you guys know about the 20% off discount on all of our digital workbooks and videos. You can go to the Robert Gardner Wellness store and take advantage of that. Or you can go to bit.ly forward slash RGW holiday sale this is a real quick break remember 20 percent off and uh, also to note to note that we're currently doing a free trial on our subscription service reboot insiders club if you want to take advantage of that you can go to bit.ly forward slash r-i-c free trial or you can go to rgwellness.store forward slash free trial Either of those, you can see it in the show notes or on the descriptions on social media. Once again, free trial and 20% off of digital workbooks and 
IPOs. So back to Robert in the studio. So when we sit and talk about education, ongoing changes uh, with social media, what do you see in the future, Spencer? Um, I know that, you know, like I've asked you questions about YouTube because I feel like you're a little more knowledgeable about that specific platform than I am. What do you think is coming in the massage industry specifically in regards to social media? Oh, revolution. Um, Now, what is coming? Yeah. Uh, I think people are understanding the impact it has on it. And ultimately, social media already plays a huge role in any business, massage therapy or not. If you're not on Google Maps and you don't have, if you have like uh, three one-star reviews, people probably aren't going to come to see you. That's social media, right? It's not a social media platform, but it's on the internet and people are interacting with it. So it's already very vital to have some form of following or content. Otherwise, people aren't going to hear about you. You know, word of mouth is definitely still number one way to grow. But no one's looking up, like no one's looking through the yellow books anymore to scroll to a massage page. Um, so yeah, the more t- the more capable you are of reaching people in their homes, the better chance you're going to have of reaching and improving. Um, yeah, and vice versa. It's going to teach more. I think social media and interaction, I mean, we're. Well, I lost him. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we lost Robert. Um, yeah. Just give us a brief moment and we, there he is. Right. Now he's back. Now he's back. <laughs> oh, man. This now you see a, him, now you know. Podcast in certain ways. Um, yeah, we've been having all kinds of different uh, technical issues with this this podcast. Um, yeah. You know, Robert, uh, you know, and you have provided a lot of good content in surrounding industry and whatnot. And I, I felt like I wanted to jump in and add a little bit more value from my perspective. Um, yeah, definitely. When Robert first mentioned you coming on to the show, um, I had, you know, he said he's a, you know, Spencer's a younger guy around uh, around your age, millennial. Uh, he didn't use those words because, you know, he's not offensive to the millennials in any way. Right. Yeah. He's smiling <laughs> over here. He's back now. Um, but. You know, uh, in certain ways, I I think that you could probably understand that people of our age are dealing with problems in a very different way. Uh-huh. And in that being the case, uh, we have a caller, and I'm going to bring him in. Let's see if this works. What's this? What does this say? Hello. Welcome to the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Okay, maybe not. Let's try this one. Hello, welcome to the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. Maker. Oh! We're going to have to cut that one out of, out of it. Uh, yeah. Um, you couldn't hear it? You couldn't hear it? Yeah, I didn't hear it. Well, we got to have some things. I guess in a conversation like this, we got to have moments like that. He just came in and said the Um, N-word. He's probably 12 years old. But You know what? (laughs) Here's the thing. So something Robert brought up earlier is that, um, you know, he went to a LinkedIn meeting and that, you know, they started asking, why are you on TikTok? What what value is that? You know, you only – 10-year-olds are on TikTok. My daughter's on TikTok. Why are you on TikTok? Well, like he said, those there's a distance barrier that you should understand that he's not going to your child and saying, you know, hop in my van, you know, and, and, and go somewhere. But <laughs> in certain ways, what's saying is that what is being said, and this is where Gary Vee kind of pushed this thing, is that these kids will also need opportunities and you need to educate them at an early age. They're not being educated in the traditional school system anymore. They're, they're not being told, Hey, uh, TikTok, you're going to need this in order to verify yourself in the future. You know, this is what's going to validate you as an employee, as a, uh, company owner, as somebody who's working because you, when you go to work, you have to have TikTok to sign in to, to your, to your schedule. You know, they're not teaching about these tools because these tools aren't what you they seem. You know, they're much different. Google has become 
the sign-in for almost all of the applications that I use. Facebook, in so many ways, I, I use, you know, Facebook ID for too many things. You know, like, these tools aren't what people say they are. They're much more than that in certain ways. But it takes time to develop. So TikTok is on its way. But as soon as it becomes a authentication app instead of a video chat system, then those teachers, those, those, those people out there that were, like, poo-pooing TikTok that it's only for 12-year-olds is going to be, you know, they're, they're dinosaurs. They're gone already, you know. The way that the industry is going, I mean, I'll be completely honest about this. In this podcast, I can say this and say, listen, if you own a small spa or clinic and you're having problems, you want to figure out how to use social media to build your business, I can offer free consulting and get no contacts whatsoever because the businesses aren't interested. And I go, oh, yeah, you won't be interested now, but you'll probably be out of business in 10 years. Well, we just and it got verification. Bother- we got verification. Gold designer is eleven, not twelve. <laughs> so what we do is we take this video and we put his number on the screen. And like, can you do that? Is that like cyberbullying? If you say, "Hey, this is whoever this guy at this phone number was is the one who's harassing us." Yes. Well, luckily enough, you know, their kids are a little bit smarter than we we suspect, and I guess maybe this adds to the 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 value of what we're saying is that you know they're star 69ing they're not calling in from their mom and dad's phone number you know they they've got an unknown call coming in to you know allow their allow them to have their voice and why do you think these kids are talking like that and you know it's not just kids like that you you bring it up too that most of the massage therapists that are looking to get a job these days are in their er, er, late teens to early 20s you know these they're fresh out of massage school. They're knocking on Massage Envy's door. And they're just, you know, the turnover rate is like night and day. Boom. In one day, out the next. In one day, out the next. It's it's just like the hospitality industry. You know, it has it, it been revolutionized in the same way that uh, the restaurant industries, movie theaters, uh, fast food has been re- revolutionized. Yeah, it's making its way here. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, back to what you are saying, Trent, about, yeah, the younger generation definitely has way different problems than previous generations had. Um, it's no longer the thing where you can just go to college and get a degree and land a good job and boom, you're set to retirement. You can buy a house and two cars off your 40K a year income. Yeah. That just doesn't work anymore. And if you do get a degree you like, well, good luck, because there's not going to be any jobs hiring, right? Mm-hmm. So that's right. what motive. Go ahead. No, true, true, true. I want to I validate that in saying, like, unless you, unless you go to, like, Harvard, Yale, or something like that, you're not walking into any place anymore and saying, hey, I've got a Bachelor's of Arts, a Bachelor's of Science, a black BI, which is this new, this new degree called the BI, Bachelor's of Innovations, which basically oh. means that you have a combination of science, uh, science understanding and arts understanding. You combine the two to make an app. You know, and, and that those people are the people who made TikTok. And now they're they're taking over this cybersecurity uh, state. Well, now I'm going down a, 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 a rabbit <laughs> hole. But, you know, TikTok will eventually merge in ways with soothe and zeal to the point at which, you know, in order to in order to get clients on soothe and zeal, you'll have to be active on TikTok. You'll have to have a presence because the the client is going to decide based off of your the person that you are on TikTok whether to select you or give you a five star rating or how it's going to work because even though massage envy kind of they get to be you know the bad guys of of the industry and you know they they keep you hidden in a corner or in a closet or something like that you know and there's a disassociation between you and the company eventually what's going to happen is they walk in, they press a they press a button when they walk walk out of the room, giving you a five star, a one star. Oh my god, a one star! And then uh-huh. that goes into your 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 secret portfolio at the company. You know, right. so in, in in business, there needs to be some sort of transparency. You know, and I think that that's where some of this fear comes from. Is that there are there are 
and Robert and I talk about this all the time, is that the people who own these chain massage stores are not massage therapists. They are businessmen, investors looking to uh, capitalize off of an industry that isn't an, a revolution. Yeah, absolutely. Massage is in a big growth. It's a good industry to get in at this time. Um, in terms of like, yeah, TikTok, for example, right now it's, yeah, this little music platform thing, but what it also is, it's just, it's just short clips of video, you know, what's stopping from somebody from doing like a cool massage stroke, you know, throwing some sweet music on there and be like, look, this is one style. That's what I'm about right here. Showing a deep tissue hold doesn't have to be me doing some silly dancing in the corner. I can, you know, change it to fit me. As much as a lot of those videos, just me offhand, my TikTok profile, um, I follow a mechanic and I follow a doctor. Yeah. And the mechanic is showing like completely hilarious, like stuff that was made by an engineer that didn't have the, the, the car owner in mind at all, where it's like, yeah, we have to take this car apart to change a light bulb, you know, like yeah. stuff like that. And in addition, you've got this doctor who is discussing really millennial like sex and health related issues and educating people about IUDs and educating people about sexual and reproductive health. People don't think of TikTok that way because we still think of it as just music videos, but these short clips are amazing. Like I follow both of these on purpose because I'm like, this is great content. These, it's educational, it's funny, it's brand building. You know, who knows what they're gonna, you know, bootstrap bootstrap that into. Yeah, and I also think that uh, a, a lot of the pushback is like, I'm too old for this platform. And a lot of what TikTok, you know, what the the some of the most popular videos on TikTok are women in their 30s to 40s saying, "Don't follow me, I'm too old for you." You know, it's like it's like you 12 year olds or whatever. But it's such a drive. They want they want the maternal figure. They want the paternal figure. So a lot of those. A lot of those people who are the pushback is I'm too old for this platform is that they think that their days have come and gone. Like the thing that they know about is not valuable to the youth, to the people, the younger uh, generation. But in many ways, it's that it's that experience. It is that uh, that knowledge base of what not to do is is what the youth is asking for. It's like what my you know i'm i'm aging out of the demographic and the thing that i think i could educate most of the youth about is financial debt as far as like this this student loan crisis that we're currently in is like yeah i did that it didn't really work out for me i wasn't you know walking into you know any sort of network broadcasting company and saying hey here's my uh, uh bachelor of arts degree from yada yada school um, and that school, that, that degree guarantees me opportunity. Not anymore. Cause now it's, you know, a dime a dozen to go, go and get somebody with a bachelor of art degree from any, anywhere, unless you went to, you know, NYU or, or Los Angeles film school, then you're not walking into any, any network place. And I, I assume in many ways that sort of revolution is coming to massage as well. If you didn't go to, to this massage school, then you're you're not getting an automatic entrance to this massage envy or whatever the big brand name is in in their location or city. Mm -hmm. There could always be exclusivity. That's just people, you know, um, down the line. But I think there's also, in terms of like the way the younger generation is changing. Of yeah, if you went to Harvard or Yale or some really high-end Ivy League college, then that's definitely going to look good in getting you a job. But more and more people are diving into trades and skill sets and things away from this just pure bachelor's degree. And that's also something we're finding out in getting a job is there are people that will get hired and be like, okay, I have 10 years of experience, but I don't have a degree. And then you have a kid who has a degree, but he has no experience companies are now finding it's better to have the guy with the 10 years of experience just pay for him to go get a degree real quick and boom he's got 10 years of knowledge on the kid who has zero degrees or zero years of experience so so, so just to make a quick joke here the cool dad robert gardner here 
he's uh he's putting in the work he's got the 10 16 years of experience uh you know in 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 educating the youth into the massage industry and we're running up on an hour here and i just wanted to make sure that robert if you have any closing statements uh about this podcast i know that this is probably one that we should probably do often between spencer and you because we get like uh the most um the most broad the broadest amount of information out of um but yeah, yeah any closing statements well, I've talked to Spencer about this fact that I probably long term, we're not there yet, but we eventually want to do longer podcasts because I feel like the hour is almost topical. One of the things that I think is interesting is we talked about innovation and potential for disruption within the massage industry, the industries in revolution. Um, I do think the industry itself can be disrupted and it can be disrupted in ways that people don't initially see. So I have lots of comments on the Massage Entrepreneurs Group about Stretch Lab and Stretch Zone. And massage therapists are completely ignoring this, by the way. They just don't seem to care because they don't call it massage. And I'm like, oh boy, once you open the portal to soft tissue manipulation, you're starting down a very dark road. The other point is the most innovative thing that's happened in the massage industry in the last 20 years, in my opinion, other than Soothe and Zeal, other than that business model, is online scheduling, which is a software adaptation on top of the service so that somebody could book an appointment with Spencer I probably at 2 o'clock in the morning because they have online scheduling. If you don't have online scheduling, you're considered to be in the past. What I can't imagine is what happens 10 years from now. When Spencer and I are talking about education, I guarantee you, Spencer, if this podcast went on long enough, we would start to talk about what I've been harping on, which is interactive online massage education. The therapists continue to tell me you can only learn hands-on. You can only learn in person. And I go, okay, you can keep thinking that. The technology is going to rapidly evolve and change. And I plan on riding that wave and, and developing as we go. Yeah, I'm excited for the future. Technology is on such a rampant change right now. It's super cool. So I'm really excited to see what is going to happen in the future with uh, just technology in general, but massage in relation to that. Because that's one of my big hobbies, of course. I'm also excited for video games in the future, but oh, massage so. being that, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> the future is cool. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you got to improvise and adapt if you do want to survive. That is a big thing. Just look at a Radio Shack or Blockbuster. Spencer, I'm about to have you on my show. We're going to have to talk about that video game aspect. Oh, I'm all about it. Heck yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool. So did you want to – did you want to start out your your channels and uh, do some some promotion about where where, where people can find you? Um, yeah, sure, guys. Uh, like I said, I run a channel called HM Massage on YouTube, and I'm based out of Spokane, Washington. So if you're ever in that town and you want a massage, come find me. But HM Massage, lots of videos, self-massage, healthcare, some fitness tips, etc. But yeah, I want to thank Robert for having me on his podcast. Yeah. And yeah, definitely looking forward to doing more of these in the future. It'll be fun. Better, better callers. <laughs> oh yeah well you know they gotta up their game no come on those are weak mm-hmm. um, you know when you're on social media long enough you find some good trolls like yeah you know it's part of uh part of putting yourself out there of course there's going to be trolls but you know their opinion like the trolling it doesn't mean anything you know it's just bored people mm-hmm. so yeah we're like hide behind the um keyboard warriors that's what we call them Well, listen, you have a good day. We'll have you on the podcast again soon. If you have any uh, future questions, stuff that you want to talk about specifically, Spencer, just let me know. And thank you guys for all tuning in to the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. We'll see you again very soon. And you guys have a great Thanksgiving.